I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. Uh, it's my uh, opportunity, my privilege, my honor to be with you. Thank you for welcoming us aboard there. I'll be today in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 3. And the today may be an early morning or maybe a late afternoon or tonight or a night for you. I'm just glad that you're there. Hey, by the way, thank you for those emails. If you ever like to email Brother Mon, if you listen to our program somewhat on a regular basis, if you ever like to contact us, we're as close as that keyboard. It's just F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International. You can sort of just surf around a little bit and uh, look at some things and leave us a note and uh, let us know that you listen to our program. By the way, a few people have sent some pictures uh, and also I have a big, huge collage of pictures behind the microphone here where I can look at actually the pictures of some people who's uh, who's actually uh, taking and listening to our program. Kind of makes it uh, feel what? A little more uh, personal, if you understand what I mean. The book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 3. Something a little unusual at this particular time. Usually fisherman usually has something sooner or later refers to the nautical. Uh, from time to time, in fact, a couple of times a month as I am home, I do lots of travel. Uh, as I am home, I get an opportunity to, to be able to take and go to one of our area jails. It's a huge jail, over a thousand inmates that's in there. And I have an opportunity to do a Bible study. A Bible study in a jail, isn't that good? Now, not with just a lot of people, a lot of these men, they have to volunteer to be able to desire uh, a Bible study. But uh, it's good to be able to talk with them. And I said and talk with these men. You know, I look in their face, and you know what comes to my mind? Not that I'm better than them. Uh, not that I've been good and they've been bad. But I get to thinking, you know, if it were not for the grace of God, I would be where they were. And so a couple of weeks ago, I brought to them a little Bible study. And uh, oh, it goes something like this as far as a title. Uh, maybe sort of a theme. What can keep you out of jail? What can keep you out? Have you ever thought about that? What can keep you out of jail? You say, well, I got money. <laughs> well, that may keep you out of prison. But it's not going to keep you out of jail. I got a good attorney. I can pull some strings, you know. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's the grace of God that you're not there. What, there's not a just man upon the earth that doth good and sinneth not? We're all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Isn't it good that God has kept us out of jail? What can keep you out of jail? All right, Proverbs chapter 3, let me read our verse. Oh, you'll know verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, 
and he shall direct thy path. You know, isn't that good? Trust in the Lord. Don't you lean to your own understand. You always acknowledge him. He'll direct your path. And I'll tell you what. Oh, he'll help you, verse 7, not to be wise in your own eyes. If you'll do that, you'll have the wisdom of God. And then it says this. It'll help you. It says, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. The men that I have in front of me from time to time, they're just sort of inmates. Oh, they've been involved with evil. Why do they get involved with evil? It says, fear the Lord and depart from evil. It has to do with the lack of the fear of the Lord. So I want to talk about that. Uh, fear. What, uh, what can keep you out of jail? I'm saying it's this word fear. And uh, we'll look at it as we see it in the Bible, uh, numerous, numerous places. But first, you know, I learned something about fear from my home. My father was a third generation commercial fisherman. He took literally the verse in Ephesians chapter six and verse one. And it says this, children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Oh, he knew that was right. Children, obey your parents. I was taught to obey or suffer the consequences. There are things you did not do in his home. And uh, you didn't talk back. You didn't lie. You know, he didn't catch you doing things. You were against the laws of that house, you know. And if you were caught, oh, that's a sad day. Suffer the consequences thereof. So what did they do? My friend, I'll be honest with you. I was raised scared. As far as my father was concerned, I was afraid of him. You said, did you love him? Sure. I was afraid of him. I was raised strict, and it helped me. You said, what are you saying? I'm saying it put fear in me. My father put fear in me. Oh, he told me one time, like in Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 1, he said, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. He said, your name is Andrew Wayne Munn. You're carrying my name. My father was Andrew Munn. I'm Andrew Munn. I'm supposed to the 27th Andrew Munn. My son, his name is Andrew Munn. My grandson's name is Andrew Munn. And he said, as far as this name is concerned, I gave you this name. You protect it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I was afraid to do things because I didn't want my, I didn't want that name hurt uh, before my parents, before my family, before my friends, before the world. I can't imagine what would have taken place if in our area paper it would say Andrew Wayne Munn was caught all oh, doing something and he's incarcerated in the jail. Oh, I can't imagine the recourse from that. Not only just from, we think about the laws, the land at the time in the state of Alabama, I can't imagine what it would be like to have to walk back into the house. Oh, as far as my father, protect that name. A good name is rather to be chosen. And then as far as also uh, thinking about the state and the government, uh, I, I was taught basically, like in Romans chapter 13, I'm to have great respect for those who enforce the law. So I was taught something weird about policemen. You said, what was that? I was taught it was there for my protection. So I'm walking downtown, and all of a sudden a policeman hollers at me. He said, hey, young man, Ooh, I was taught, don't you run. You know, don't run. I didn't have anything to run from. Uh, what's your name? Uh, and I told him my name. He said, I know your dad. And then we had a conversation. As far as a policeman is concerned, oh, they're supposed to be ministers to us. You can read about it in Romans 13, 1 through 4. I was raised that they're there for my help, and sure enough, uh, they have been. 
Uh, recently, I have a very small little fishing boat. I went to a big, huge fishing boat to a very small fishing boat. From catching fish by the thousands to catching a little fish here in the river. And as far as this little boat is concerned, I had it in the water, put it back on the trailer, coming back home, and somehow something happened. I had a flat tire, and the boat was about to fall off the trailer. Oh, I looked, and all of a sudden, there was lights that came on. And, you know, as far as these lights is concerned, I knew what to identify with that. And it was a policeman. I said, oh, you know, what's the deal here? He came over, and he said, uh, who are you? And I told him my name was Wayne Munn. He said, can I help you? And I said, what? <laughs> he said, can I help you? Then another person stopped. You know what the policeman and some other people did? They lifted that boat back up on top of that trailer. And he came over and shook my hand. And he said, I'm glad to help you, sir. And uh, you said, what are you talking about? Where? As far as those in authority, I don't have to run. You know, do you follow what I'm talking about? I have respect. I have fear for them. And you know this respect that was taught by my father, not only just taught, but forced upon the, me. I was raised scared. What did it do? It put the fear of God in me. In the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 7, all right, now it does say in Proverbs 3 in verse 7 here, it says, fear the Lord. And if you do so, it'll help you depart from evil. Proverbs 1, 7, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days. Do you get it? The fear of the Lord. Now, I was raised to look at it a little different than some people. Now, I know this is preached and taught, and I have no, I'm not going to get in an argument with this. It has to do with more like reverential trust. With me, my father, uh, we use the word scared. I was scared. I was raised scared. So as far as God is concerned, all this overlapped when God started dealing with me. As far as the Bible is concerned, well, the Bible was preached and I understood what it meant to be under conviction. And God showed me what I was, that I was a sinner. Oh, I was, I was fearful, you know. Someone said something like this, the most healthiest of all the human traits. Um, we think about motives. has to do with fear. You said, what are you talking about? Uh, what was the thing that I was thinking about in reference to going on without being saved? I don't want to die and go to hell. You said, that's pretty blunt. I'm telling you, I did not want to die and go to hell. I didn't want to burn in hell. I knew I deserved that because of what the Bible said. The Bible says I was a sinner, and I was a habitual sinner, by the way. You know? And uh, uh, even those things that I did that was wrong, I, I was afraid and my conscience bothered me about this. All but the things of God, the beginning of wisdom, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, it's the beginning of knowledge. I began to learn some things. Oh, what? As far as the laws of God is concerned, I break the laws of my house, there is consequences. I break the laws of God, there are consequences. Oh, and as far as God is concerned, it's one thing to know a loving God. It's another thing to fall in the hands of a living God. It's a fearful thing. Did you hear? It's a, it's, that's Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 31. It's a fearful thing. This is the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 28, uh, 10, verse 28. Don't you worry about those who can kill the body, all oh, but rather the one that can destroy both body 
and soul in hell. The one that you'll face one day is forced judgment. Fear the laws of God, the wrath of God, the judgment of God. God's got the records. And oh, thinking about that, what did it do? Produce fear. I was afraid. Once again, the most healthiest of all motives would be fear. Was it Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7? Even speaks of Noah there. And it says, Noah moved with fear. My friend, this fear brought me to God. I'm glad today that I know God's Son is my Savior. I've trusted Him to be my Savior. The work that He did, the finished work that He did there on the cross, the shedding of blood, death, burial, and resurrection, what we call the gospel, I've received that. And now, from this fear, all oh, First John chapter 4 and verse 18, uh, it talks about perfect love, uh, casteth out fear. First John 4, 18, oh, as far as love is concerned, uh, we begin to look at this a little bit different as far as this God that would think nothing if I trample his son's blood underfoot, think of nothing that has cast me into the lake of fire, Revelation chapter 20, verse 15. But now, because I know his son and his son is my savior, all to look upon him in love, perfect love. Love casteth out fear. I don't have to worry about going to hell. Isn't it good to be saved? By the way, some of you are still unsaved. Shame on you. You say, what's wrong? There's something wrong as far as this lack. Uh, it has to do with a lack of fear. The beginning, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge to help you to know how to live and what to do. The fear of the Lord, it'll keep you out of jail. Until next week, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.